and welcome to Fun Size Films with a fun-sized introduction. Uh, fun Size Films is a BFE sort of focus on short films. Uh, my name's Ian. And I'm Georgia. And we're here for episode two of uh, Fun Size Films. Woo. Still says I want to say fun with flags. <laughs> fun Size Films. <laughs> FSF. Gotta love that branding. Um, it's another Fun Size Friday. Woo. If this is released on a Friday, we'll see. Um, and fun Size Films. Yeah, it could be. could be Sunday. Who knows? Um... And so we're here today to talk about uh, the Gunfighter, which I did talk about briefly last uh, last go around. Uh, the Gunfighter, I think it's a 2014 film. I want to say could be 2016. I'm pretty sure it's 2014. <laughs> um, kind of uh, amazing. Let me talk about what we do here. So we're 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 sort of going through short film because short films are great. Yep. And short films are available really only online. Uh, generally, the good news is short films are almost always free. Yeah. No one charges you to see a short film because. They're short. They're short, and we don't. We're not willing to put up, you know, costings for that. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a whole slew of cinematic talent out there in the world. Uh, if it's you a different can, form of to- storytelling, different isn't it? Different storytelling, yeah. and much more concise. Like every yeah. word counts. Like, that's the different thing. So I go over the rules, kind of a short film, and what makes a good short film. So generally, we should know the rules when the first minute of whatever it is we need to yeah. know, know, know the rules about. Should be limited in characters and plot points, mm-hmm. uh, and we should get out without any sort of denouement. Once we hit the climax, get out of the film. Mm-hmm. And then I guess, I guess everything would just be like you know every bit of dialogue or whatever needs to be essential to the plot. Yeah, more or less. Rules of a short film very similar to the rules of a short story. Yeah, you know, the, you know, it's the same thing, micro size really. story time. So yeah, so um, let's talk a bit about the gunfighter. Uh, t- budget of less than twenty five thousand dollars and was shot over a single weekend. That's impressive because it is. It looks beautiful. And most of that went to costume. Okay. Yeah. Most of it went to costume. Um, I I imagine they just found a working um, sort of old town. Yeah. You know, some sort of gimmicky, come see the old west kind of. Yeah, yeah, saloon town. (laughs) Theme parks aren't really the right word, but you know what I mean by that. It's kind of a a small little town that's been frozen in time. Yeah. So uh, that's really about uh, it. Um, the awards going in. I think I have to do the so front load the awards on these things to say why we're studying this. Uh, it, it, this is one I, I, I do have the option to teach and, and often do. It's the second film I, okay. I generally do. I typically start with One Minute Time Machine, and this is the next thing I show. Well, them. there you go. It's appropriate. I, I, I like to start with, with, with the funny. So I guess is why I've done this here, too. Um, best comedy short film at the American Short Film Awards. Best short film at the Florida Film Festival. Best narrative at the Heart of Gold International Film Festival. <laughs> best short film at the LA Film Festival. And best short at the San Diego Film Festival. So uh, some big awards there. Best mm-hmm. short. I mean, you can't really do much better than that. Nope. Uh, so let's talk about the uh, Gunfighter. I really like the Gunfighter. It's good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, because you've literally, this one you haven't seen before. No, yeah, this I one you came in. You've just watched yeah. it now for the first so, time. Um, we, we start the film, and th- this is a film that obviously plays... For the, for the first joke to really hit, it has to kind of go all in on Western tropes and have yeah. you just... Because instantly you go, all right, there's a shot of a, of, of a weary-looking gunfighter walking through an old West town with this heroic Western score playing <laughs> underneath him, and he walks into the saloon, and uh, we have a voiceover that tells yeah. us... As, a narrator, which makes sense for this type of yeah, film. which yeah. is, as the gunfighter walked in, he rested his weary head and went over to the bar, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then the joke is, everybody goes, who said that? Yeah. <laughs> and so this is the premise. We're 30 seconds in, and we yeah, go... I understand what's going on. What is a film like if you can hear an omniscient narrator? Yeah. And then what does that do? And that's the premise for the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, the voice is played by Nick Offerman. Mm-hmm. 
Do you know who Nick Offerman is? I know the name. Parks and Rec? Yeah, I think that's where I've... Ron Swanson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's very memeable and gifable. Like, he's all yeah. over the place as far as that goes. He's the guy who's got the picture of, like, breakfast on his wall, which I can <laughs> totally relate to. Uh, this is just a quick aside. There's a great moment where his character in Parks and Rec goes, I want you to bring me all, all, the, all the fried eggs. <laughs> and he says, I don't mean a lot of fried eggs. I want you to bring me all the fried eggs. From what? Oh, he's like, he's like, I like a diner. Oh. <laughs> but he loves breakfast so much. He does have like, like, like a, a framed picture of breakfast on his, on his office wall. Love that. Yeah, so that's uh, great stuff. Um, so he was a big star. And so the film was presented to Offerman with a different narrating voice to act as a placeholder until they could find a better version. So they really wanted him to do it and okay. signed up for it. Oh, yeah, cool. And must have done it for free because 25 grand yeah. is the budget. And he, yeah. I'm sure his fee would be far more mm-hmm. than that. So, and he's great. He's, he's perfect in the role yeah, as the all knowing voice. Um, and so we, we, we have our gunfighter. He's in a busy saloon and we're told that the Henderson boys are waiting to shoot him dead. to like the $200 bounty on his head. And this is where we get our first real sort of, and then we have a series of characters who are introduced to us. Mm-hmm. And there are some extras, but it doesn't violate the rules. I don't think anybody really exists who's not important. No. No. Because if you only had four characters in the saloon, it would look stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And so we have the, the, the Henderson boys. And the first, the elder Henderson boy gets upset because he keeps getting called the, the elder Henderson boy. <laughs> Henderson boy. And it's the idea that he's saying things like, stop saying that. And then you have the narrator goes, said the oldest Henderson boy. <laughs> he says, stop it. He says, Bill. The, the oldest Henderson boy. boy. <laughs> and so there's, there's some funny bits with humor and timing and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. And then the younger Henderson boy who's going to shoot the gunfighter by saying, look behind you. But he's 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 beaten by yeah. just at that moment. The younger Henderson boy thought about saying, look behind yeah. you. He's, what yeah. were you going to say was behind you? I wasn't going to say anything. He's like, that was a lie. <laughs> he was going to say a bear. <laughs> and then you get everyone reacting to the idea of a bear in a saloon. Yeah. Yeah. And so then um, he... He, the, the narrator tells us that he wishes he was home with his dolls, mm-hmm. combing their hair, feeding them tea. Yep. Which, of course, the whole thing's about subversion of expectations. Yeah, so this macho situation, and we make one of them, you know, have to have dolls and tea, and is insecure. And then we find out about the gunfighter. This is all told to us by by by, by the voice. Yeah. The gunfighter decides that he loves the vulnerability yep. of the younger Henderson boy and wonder what it would be like to kiss the younger Henderson boy. <laughs> Their hands fumbling, sloppily kissing each other. And again, again, this aversion here would be the idea of anything that's not heterosexuality yeah. in the Old West. Yeah, yeah. This is not, you know, Brokeback Mountain and all that stuff. This is, this is a little <laughs> bit more uh, played for played for laughs, but not disrespectfully. Oh, no, no, no. No, yeah, no, no. It's, it's, it, there's a genuine sort of like tone to it he kind of has an awakening yeah and like legitimate yeah yeah. Yeah. um and so they all decide should we trust the voice the gunfighter goes i got it let's do this hey you think of a number any number and this is where we get introduced to sally the whore (laughs) sally the whore who's the only female representation in this uh but she's good. She, she, she's good in it. I really like Sally the Whore. Reminds me of uh, Lucy the Slut in Avenue Q. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> and so she goes ahead and comes up with uh, a number, and then she scratches her privates a little bit. Yep. Like in like a totally PG appropriate sort yeah, of way, yeah. and then changes the number, and they, he tells us we'll come back to the part where she scratched herself later, <laughs> and then just and, and they move on. Yeah. And of course, the voice has the the number one hundred percent right. And so uh, at this point, they go, at this point, I already noticed the bartender was black. (laughs) 
and they prided themselves on their progressive views. That's right. Yes, we're great. We're fantastic. And the the bartender goes. Yeah, he sort of looks like, (laughs) wow, thank you for doing the exact bare minimum. (laughs) Although I like the fact they got some. Oh, what sort of my word? They got some di- diversity in the film, yeah, and they addressed it, yeah, yeah, in a way that that was like, let's let's do this and let's pay it off as, as a joke, yeah. And they're all like, really feeling proud of themselves until they found out that the bartender, like everybody else in the town, has been sleeping with everybody else in the yeah, town, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we find out that everybody's been sleeping with everyone, and the guns get drawn, and then um, we get told it was uh, the stage was set for an awesome ballet of death. <laughs> And Sally's like, I don't like this music because you hear the it's score ominous. come in yeah, all yeah. like ominous like. And she gets uh, a little bit worried. Everybody can, so that's another funny thing. So we got used to the voice. Now, now they can score, hear the music, yeah. which are two types of non-diegetic sound. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's that's great, which we talked about last time. Diegetic sound we would expect them to hear. Yeah. And so what do we do? We have them hear the two types you wouldn't expect yeah. them to hear. It's very cool. And the, uh, the bartender goes, I think the voice wants us to shoot each other. And uh, he even and the voice lies. Yeah, and then gets the, called out on a lie. Yeah, the voice says, "Look, <laughs> that the, the, the gunfighter was getting ready to shoot." He said, "No, my hands up here." And he goes, "All right, you got me yeah, on that one." Lie. <laughs> um, and then they all start getting like disgusted about what's going on because one of the there's a father and his two sons, and one of the sons has slept with his brother's wife. Yeah, and he goes, "That's disgusting." And the voice starts talking, and then the dad goes, "You know what? I see where I this is headed. My disgust. Like to retract my disgust." <laughs> and you found out that he's been uh, having sex with with uh, one of the other guys favorite sheep sheep is a sheep yeah yeah it's a sheep and that explains why sally's been itchy (laughs) (laughs) so um the gunfighter makes this speech about maybe now that our deepest darkest secrets are out you know we need to realize that you know maybe we need to stop some of the infidelity and the bestiality definitely Definitely, should stop um but maybe we could you know have a situation where it doesn't matter we live in a utopia it doesn't matter if you're rich or you're poor yeah and then side of the whore goes or a woman and the gunfighter goes well, let's not get carried away. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, look, a good speech. And it would have worked if it wasn't the fact that, and this is where he reveals that the gunfighter shot the son yeah. of one of the... One of the other guys that you've not, that's just been sat there for the Who kind of looks like Nick Offerman. It's not, but he kind of looks like him. <laughs> and I thought I went, yeah, yeah. is that him? Um, and so the guns get drawn and everybody dies. And we get told it was an awesome, it was indeed an awesome ballet of death. <laughs> Everyone died except for, and then up pops Sally, except for Sally, the, the, the itchy whore, um, who, and she's all smiling, going, oh, she's dusting herself all off. Right, yeah. And she gets told that, uh, he says, who, she, although she didn't know she'd be mauled to death by a rabid wolf the very the next, next day. day. <laughs> and that's it of the film. Yeah. And it's this, it's this great little sort of comedic, uh, thing. Um, does it overstay its welcome on the voiceover joke at points maybe you could probably have removed like one or two of the jokes but not not massively no i mean i'm okay with if you, if you compartmentalize it it's all right like yeah, uh yeah. when it goes to the, the the bartender that's a funny joke yeah. in itself the the speech and the speech is good because it sort of gives us something else besides and the voice does lie that was all yeah, right I like the lying voice that's funny yeah um i guess in general it's all right yeah i i guess i was looking for other filmmaking tropes that they could have had and made 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 fun of but i don't know it's then like what do you put in and what do you not put in and how much time do you spend yeah. on anything it's nine minutes yeah it's nine minutes probably about eight and a half when you take away the the, the credits, credits which again, again much like woman in the time yeah. machine credits are quite stylized yeah quite like them um all that stuff so let's do the usual sort of stuff favorite character uh 
Oh, that's difficult. I, I like the bartender, actually. Bartender? Really funny. Yeah, yeah. I don't know Sally the Whore. Sally the Whore. I like Sally well. the Whore. Yeah. She's great. So optimistic. <laughs> but then also, like, challenging as well. Yeah. The bit where she goes, I've been interested terrible. Sarah, you know anything about that bit? Uh, <laughs> um, I, I think that's an excuse. I have to sort of sidestep the voiceover. Yeah. Yeah, yeah as a yeah. character. Um, was there a favorite moment or element of this you really liked? Just in general, I mean, things, we don't have to name one. I mean, just things that were effective. I, I it got a, a couple of, like, like audible laughs out of me, which doesn't often yeah, happen. Yeah, it's funny. It is, it's well it is, written. It's well written. It's very funny. And just the, the premise, I really enjoy it. I think it's like that, the initial realization that they can all hear the voice i think is brilliant i think the first 15 seconds when he walks up and it sort of establishes every western trope yeah, yeah. okay i've seen this before i know what we're getting into and then you you still all looking you're like wait what and then and you go, then who said that and you're like yeah. oh so i laugh there i laugh at the bartender yeah and the racial views and everyone going, we're feeling pretty smug and he's just like you know Thanks. It's, it's like it's like a small taste of like 2014 in the middle of this yeah thing yeah. but then and then so things that obviously are paid off because of time frames but the or a woman i think that's, that's funny every brilliant. time yeah. uh, the bit where he goes this and i might be gay yeah and i'm like and again it's this is he has this moment yeah yeah and it's normalized in a situation where it wouldn't normally be. Yeah. So the subversion of expectations is really strong in this film. Definitely. Um, I guess my favorite bit or my favorite element of it is, oh, besides the performance of the voice, which I think is really strong, I guess it's hmm, just i think it's that it lets the audience get there a couple times ahead of the yeah you sort of look and see how's that going to be reacted to and 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 there we go and even the grand swooping statement with the aura woman i mean it's like a carry i just love the little bits where it's like plays both in its time and out and of its time of it, yeah. that's what i'm trying to say yeah. in its time and out of its time simultaneously yeah it's very and just when you think it's going okay we're going like 2020 morals we go no no we're, we're gonna go back yeah. there for a bit it's, it's self-aware and until it's, it's not well because this is gonna lead into role of women because i think it's in good fun yeah. Okay, that's it. what I'm yeah, going to say. Yeah. I think it's a good fun. I, I, Sal Horst is my favorite character. I think she's uh, she stands up for herself. Yeah. Um, it's she wins for in the sense. time that it's set in. Yep. It's appropriate for the setting that it's in. Yep. Um, she stands up for herself. She's not particular. She seems quite proud of the fact she's a whore. To be quite honest, <laughs> uh, the only issue she's got with it is that someone's given her some sort of. Some sort of STI, yeah, STD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I really like Sally the Hall. I mean, obviously, it's not a particularly. No, I'm retracting that. Sex work is completely valid. Yeah, no. Go okay. for it. Um, I, I, think will, I think she's great. I will say that. Uh, I mean, the only other option, if you want more women, is to go like almost flat out Westworld with this, which you haven't seen Westworld. I know the premise. Though. Okay. Yeah. And one of the big settings in that is an old Western bar saloon that's mm-hmm. uh, a whorehouse, basically. Yeah. You, or and you'd so go, you, you'd have like, it wouldn't be the whore. It would be, there'd be multiple, several. And you, or you'd go with like the and dancing there, girls And there'd as well. be a madam yeah. as well. Yeah. So. Um, it doesn't need it though. There's enough. There's enough. No, 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 no. That's yeah. okay. The idea of it, she's, she represents all women, and that's you, you couldn't have those jokes. I don't think if you had more, more than one women, woman. No. So, and the cast. I mean, there's a lot of men there. I mean, the cast is really. You know, we we have we have the gunfighter. We have sort of the one. Um, 
less than idealized male character in the sense of the youngest Henderson boy. Yeah. We have the one visible minority yeah. in the sense of the black bartender. And then we have the one, the one woman. So it's very John Steinbeck of Mice and Men, where yeah. one character represents, represents an entire, yeah, yeah. an entire demographic. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. So. It's, it's very of mice and men with the character choices, yeah, actually. <laughs> um, so the, the question now becomes: Where are um, this? Is really, one we've done two. Is better or worse than? Uh, worse is the wrong thing. But which yeah, one do you like better? Do you like this or do you like one minute time machine? I prefer one minute time machine, um, but I don't know whether that's because I'm just more familiar with it. I prefer one minute time machine. I, th- I, th- I think it's a tighter story. Yeah, I think this relies a couple times on going a bit crude just to get the laugh. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, I, I could have done with it withdrawing that a little bit. Yeah, it, it, it strays into. There's the a couple lines a that bit Nick much. Offerman says that I'm like, okay, uh, this is just this is just shock humor. It's yeah. just okay, great. You said something, you said something that's a euphemism, and then you explain what the euphemism was. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. I'm okay with, but but I, I really like both. Yeah, definitely. So I guess where I'm going with this is, so where does it rank on? Because we rank movies here <laughs> based on our favorite fun size chocolate bars. Uh, celebrations are what we've currently working on as yeah, our scale. Definitely. So uh, where is this for you? Uh, so the last one was a Milky Way. I think this one is probably it's between a Twix and a Mars. All right, and are these are yeah. these are these strong on your sort of rating middle. scale? Middle, it's middle ground, middle yeah, ground. Yeah, so Twix and Mars are five, four and five. Yeah. So I said last time I said it was a Snickers because it was too much fun to not be. Yeah, that. Uh, I think this is more of a. It's right on the boundary of a Twix and a solid milk, a solid galaxy. Yeah. So like, it's all right. It's, it's, it's a it's a solid film. It I is, I really yeah. like it. Uh, it. I don't think it has the playfulness. I think it wanted to be playful. It, it is it playful. Goes a it's bit not too far. In it goes a little bit too yeah. far. So yeah. I like. I like the. Pre- I think I like the. It's going to sound really weird because I really like the film overall. Yeah. However, I think the premise is still handled better than the execution. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Which is weird because I, I do like the film. Yeah, yeah. But I think there's other places I might have gone to with that same premise. Not that I would have done any, but but just I felt it went for the low hanging fruit a little bit too often. Yeah, I, yeah. I would agree with that, and I think it would be interesting as well to see a series of these as well because you can do the same trope but set it somewhere else because you can. Oh, do tropes I hear you, films. but isn't part of it that discovery of what of what the the reveal oh, is? Of course yeah. it is, okay. but like you can you you then can maybe interweave like different bits about this omniscient voice as well. Yeah, but yeah. All right, so that's where we kind of. Uh, have it i mean i don't know I, I, we've done two uh one's been quite comedic and yeah. well i guess they're both been quite comedic but the, the, this one's been comedic and set kind of in an old world time frame where mm-hmm. the setting is part of the joke because we think we know what oh, we're yeah, getting into yeah. and we don't the second one's a very relatable kind of situation and a bit of a romantic story mm-hmm. so where do we go from here yeah uh, we're gonna do a film called high maintenance okay high maintenance is a I think it's like a Swedish film, but it's but it's it's, it's in English, mm-hmm. uh, and it's got to do with relationships. So there is that side of it, and mm-hmm. it's it's more or less modern day. So um, that's about all I'm going to give about kind of mood or tone or things like that because I okay. do want to kind of stumble upon that one. It's a really interesting um, kind of um, commentary, I think, on relationships in general. Okay, okay. So it's one that I, the more I the more I because I don't want to teach, but 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 the more that I come across it, the more of it I like it and the more of it i think it's ridiculously allegorical okay cynical cynical but really interesting 
Okay, that sounds good, yeah. Okay, so that's what we're going to do next time when we do a fun-sized film. So if you got something you want to, you've stumbled upon or something that you kind of think is a great one, let us know. I'll give me the benefit is it doesn't take long to give it a watch. So that's yeah. that's the thing. <laughs> and uh, we're hoping we've got, you know, we know some people out there who have done some shorts. We're hoping we can put this forward and get some more stuff. And who knows, maybe Definitely. Ethan or someone will join us at some point or whatever the case <laughs> might be. But uh, you want to do a couple. I've, I'm quite a fan of short films, so I've got a few up my sleeve as well, well that, I, that you might not have it's seen. It's such an easy thing. I mean, we just watched it for all of nine minutes, turned on the recording device for 20 minutes, yep. and we're done. Yep. Which is, I love the Sundays, which is when we do our recording for Best yeah, Film Ever. Yeah. I love the Sundays, and I do love it's the an two event, and a half. Isn't it? Yeah. I love the deep dive, but yeah. it is an event, and I couldn't do two of those in a week more than a couple of times a year yeah 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 like when we do those doubles it's, where we're doing two tiring, full reviews yeah. that's a big day yeah so um yeah i'm looking forward to uh kind of looking and see what, what else has there as well as the, the the other cavalcade of shows we have here on on, on the bfe yeah uh, i'm halfway through planning my how ian would fix hey is that coming soon the first one how ian would fix black widow okay yeah, we, we need to we need to catch you a title for that how ian would fix i think it's great no no it's totally good no it's no cleared for takeoff no i think it, no. this one's me let me let me let me, let me let me have mine how ian would fix a uh, fun size films was that me or was that you that was me oh, i was okay I thought it was me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with that in mind, uh, please catch all the other stuff we have coming up, whether it's our see it or skip it, whether it's our quiz nights. See it or skip it? Absolutely. Yeah. And your real round it's table. Our quiz night, well. the real round table. Yeah, there's lots of good stuff there. As we march towards episode or review number 100 Ooh, yes. on, 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 on the main feed, at time of recording, we're at 89. Yeah. When this comes out, God knows how long. We'll be, obviously, we'll be closer to it than 89 you'd hope so yeah so using the one minute time machine and we are uh, you know as of time recording we're almost in october which means spooky we're not season. we're not that we don't do spooky no, not, but, no we do spooky we don't do horror okay but it does mean that we're not that far removed either from the end of year mm-hmm. which means the besties and the resties yeah which long time coming yep long time coming and that's always fun and we should have oh this will be dropped so you know that we're dropping a patreon Hey, yes, in January, yeah, yeah. in January, we're dropping a Patreon. Exciting. So go ahead and check out uh, our Twitter page and all sorts of stuff for more information on Probably that. More stuff like this, more silly little bits, more little bits fun. dropping. Yeah, 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 like this is the kind of thing that I could see being more of a Patreon yeah. exclusive potentially. Uh, but the how you know would fix. Uh, I don't want to call myself Doctor Ian, the script doctor. That doesn't sound. No, I don't want to do no. that. No, so well, I think, you I mean, don't have a PhD. I, I like how Ian would fix because I think. <laughs> oh, what about Ian is always right? W R I T E. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Ian is always right. Yeah, definitely. Black it off. There we go. Cool. Okay, we fixed it. All right. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So I can still claim Brandon on that one too. So yeah, there we you go. Can have that one. Yeah. Oh, and uh, at some point it'll be soon. Not far from us now. We'll be doing uh, Hawk Guys. Our Hawkeye series. Oh, Hawk- Hawkeye. guys. Oh, uh, which I told Ethan, I said, this sounds like Hawkeyes. That, that's what I thought you said. <laughs> Genuinely, that's what I... The minute I'm, he put it in there, I said, I said, Ethan, it looks really good. It's going to sound like we're saying Hawkeyes. <laughs> At which point, I don't know if Ethan and I really want to be saying that down as our descriptor. <laughs> Welcome Love to the Hawkeyes podcast. So, uh, go, please go ahead. Check out all the stuff we got in the BFE. Thanks for listening to every little bit of what we do. Some of you devour it all, and we are very thankful for it. Absolutely. So, for uh, Fun Size Films, a uh, best film ever side project, I don't know what to call it. Mini project. Mini, pro- mini project. Hey. There we go. Uh, I've been in. 
And I've been Georgia. And you know what they said? Sometimes life is like no, short films like nice. a box of chocolates. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. And we'll catch you on the flippity flap. The flippity flip flop.